Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. He's just so wonderful. God is a God that responds to faith. And when you can see what God wants to do on the horizon of your life, just that, you need faith. You need faith to, uh, you know, some call it the sixth sense, five senses, touching, feeling, smelling, hearing. I always forget the five senses. I can never rattle them off. I keep, I keep forgetting one of them. But then there's the sixth sense, which is your faith. It, it's, it's the faith of your heart that sees God and that sees Him and what He wants to do through your life, our church. Who believes in that sort of stuff? And, it, you know, it's a gift. It's a gift of faith, and I'll prove that. <clears throat> it's a gift of faith to actually believe in God. It's not logic or reasoning, and it's not just common sense that got you over the line to believe in God, it's, it's faith. Amen? It's faith to believe in the invisible God. Amen? And you should be so happy that you've been given the gift of faith. Amen? No, I just think, you know, I've, I've just got childlike belief. and No, you got faith. God gave you faith to believe in Him. And it's a gift. It was given to you. Thank you, Jesus. I love it. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. God responds to faith. God is moved by faith. I love this 1 John 1, 4 in the Amplified Version. Who likes the Amplified Version? Man, I'm really pushing up against them. I really feel like I'm really... Do you know, you know some days it's just an open heaven and you're just flowing and I'm just feeling like the church is like... like just got the anchor out of something you know and it's pulling against the anchor you know and and i just feel this month we need to pray more maybe guys to get people to believe in the faith of 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 god do you know what i'm saying because if we can get people over the line to believe in the faith that god has i mean the 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 vision that god has for our church if we can get people over that line to finally say jesus i trust you i see what you're trying to do against all reason, against all feelings, against all my emotion, I simply can see now what you are saying. And that is faith. Because the world's constantly trying to tell you something. The world's trying to tell, where's Luke? He's under the weather. Uh, You know, his natural circumstances saying, man, I'm sick, I'm sore. Uh, He's all good. He's saying, he's giving me the thumbs up now, but he's all good. I don't know what he's doing out the back there, but he's... He's there, right? He's straight. Oh, he's stretching out. He's, and so he can believe his natural report, or he can believe in the report of the Lord. Amen. He can believe in the spiritual report that Jesus, by His stripes, He is healed. The doctor might say this and that, but hang on, doctor, I need to go to Doctor Jesus now and get a higher revelation of what is a reality check to my life. And guess what? I've just found out I am healed by His wounds, by His stripes. Amen? And so this is the choices that we make. 
And I said last week, who was here last Sunday night? I, I said, faith is a choice. Everyone has a choice. You can believe this way or that way. Faith is a choice. Bottom line, faith is a choice to believe in what God has said to contradict Him. Well, I feel sick still. I don't care if it says I'm healed by His stripes. So I don't care about that. I feel down and out. I feel under the weather. I am sick. I... But, you know, you, you, can, you can contradict God. But, hey, yes, you can be challenged by stuff. But, yes, it's real. You can't discount it. But you've got to be able to say, but, my God, He healeth me. He's the healer. I believe in the Word. The Word's eternal. My sickness, my condition is temporary. Amen? Got to believe Him. Uh, whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. 1 John 1, 4. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. I wouldn't be surprised if we preach faith for the rest of the year. Who believe, someone came up to me last week and said, how long are we going to preach faith? This is a long-term Christian, beautiful lady that we know in the house. She says, how long are we going to preach faith for? I'm going, oh no, we've gone on too long about that, have we? She says, no, I'm just starting to really get it. And I know this lady has been in the church for 20 years probably. She says, you need to keep hammering this out. I think the church is only just starting to get it. Faith. And we're called to live by faith. It's one of the key things when you come to Jesus. When you get saved, you've got to take a big pill of faith. And you've got to get, you got to, you know, if you want to drive on the road, you've got to get a license. If you want to be a Christian, you've got to get faith. You've got to get faith. You, you can't drive, you can't live this life without faith. The devil will pull you over and say, what do you think you're doing? You're going to do a car park? No, you're not. Oh, I'll have something to say about that. No, but, you know, the devil tries to pull you over and you go, I got a license, man. License of faith. Jesus told us, there, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Amen? So that's what it's all about. It's faith. It's all, it's reverting back to the word. It's reverting back to, because faith is God. Faith is Jesus. Faith is what he said to us, what he's saying to C3 Tugger in our vision builders. Did God say that? Yes, he did. He said to reach out to the high schools, third world. He said, reach out to the young kids the Haley's doing a great thing with the young girl with the young kids and the, it's growing what do you call it junior youth junior high I love that name junior high then the, then the high schoolers are coming to the SG and they're on fire and did God say that yes he did he did God's always saying stuff to us to do we have a choice I believe it I don't believe it Every good begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. <laughs> That's what it says in Hugh Jean Patterson's version of the Bible, the message. I love this. Four times. It's amazing. It says this four times. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews 2.4. The just shall live by faith. Romans 1.17. The just shall live by faith. Galatians 3.11. The just shall live by faith, Hebrews 10, 38. Do you think if he said it four times that he really means business? That he re he's really trying to tell us something? By faith. Jordan, you'll never work your life out until you get eyes of faith. Let me tell you that. 
You need to find Jesus, get him to rub some mud in your eyes, get your spiritual eyes open and see what God has for you on the horizon. You'll never feel... Daniel, same as you, buddy. You'll never figure your life out if you don't have your eyes open, the spiritual eyes of your heart, the Bible says in Ephesians. Open the eyes of your heart that you may see the incomparable great power of God that rushes towards you. Who loves that stuff? You can't see the kingdom. I can't see grace. I can't see mercy. I can't see the goodness of God. I can't see Christ high and lifted up. I'm not worshipping Him this morning. I don't know what these people are on about. I can't feel Him. I can't see Him. I, I'm not experiencing Him. I've had a bad week. I'm feeling under the weather. That's all I know about. But I'm telling you in Jesus' name, if you get your faith switched on, you will come in here dancing and singing and cartwheeling into the house. Nobody will be able to stop you in Jesus' name. Do you know what I'm saying? It's about faith of your heart because that's where faith lives in your heart. Now, if your heart's all cluttered up, this is the parable of the sower, amen? The parable of the sower says if the seed, if the word of God falls on the shallow ground, just the, the wind, just gone, the seed's gone. But you heard a great message last Sunday night about faith. Where is it now? It, it fell on shallow ground. Then the Bible says in that parable, the seed fell on, help me guys, the rocky ground, the rocky ground. And so it, again, it's shallow. It can't germinate. It can't grow. It's, and then the seed fell on, what's the next ground? The thorns, the stuff of life, the cares of this world, stuff, stuff, stuff. And again, your righteousness cannot grow. Your your life cannot bear fruit. The seed, the Word of God is what enables you to manifest the Christian life. Created to live by faith, absolutely. Who wants to hear seven quick revelations? Andrew did seven steps. I thought I should come up with some seven something. Something seven. I, I really struggle with this. Because I really loved Andrew's preach on seven steps. I thought that was awesome. It's on podcast, sermon.net. You can check it out. You can do that in Jesus' name. Also, Luke Boyd preached an amazing message. Sermon.net, put it on your Facebook, share it around. I'm sure some people are embarrassed to put God's stuff on their Facebook. All I see is just normal report. Normal report here. Great. Where's the spiritual report, my friend? At least just drop one spiritual report in so that they might think you're not too radical. But just, just one. Just copy one of our promos. Vision Builders. Went to church this morning. Heard about faith. What an exciting life. Vision Builders. My church is propelled and compelled by vision. You should get into this stuff. It's awesome, unbeliever. It's awesome, friend who doesn't know Jesus yet. Copy it, paste. Who's into that stuff? Okay, quickly, let's get, some, let's get some word done. Ten minutes. Can you give me ten minutes? I did say last week freedom will come when you hear God's word, believe God's word, act on God's word. Faith is a matter of choice. I said that last week. Let's start off from the first one. Let's start off with this. The faith God wants you to have is the kind of faith that sees the invisible believes the impossible and does the incredible who's into that sort of stuff 
Let me share with you seven quick revelations of faith. Number one, faith enables you to receive substance. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Jot the notes down. In between, write down three things on a piece of paper that you want to see your faith do. You, you want to do that? Who wants to do that? And by the end of it, we're going to pray for it. We're going to pray for it. Seven things that you want your faith to do. Write it down. If you need something to write with, put your hand up. Haley's going to go around and give you a pencil. There's Vicky. There's Craig. There's one there. There's one there. Quickly, quickly. You've got to do this on the run. I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach. They're going to write three things you want your mark, you want your faith to do. Faith enables you to receive substance. Now, faith is, so it's today. The faith isn't yesterday. Faith is now. It's here. It's in present tense. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, it says in King James Version. Hope, uh, faith is spiritual, hope is mental. We made a point of that. I need to reiterate that again. That your hope is actually in your mind because in 1 Thessalonians 5, 8 it says, but since we just write three things down, three things that you want your faith to do for you this year. Write those things down as you're listening to me preach. Write those three things down. We're going to... Just fold them, fold them up, and then we're going to bring them to here in, an, in, a, in, a, in a bucket, guys. You need to have a bucket. And then, as I'm preaching, you can even bring it out. Just bring a bucket out here, because I've got to get this crowd moving, man. They're just, it's a rainy day. They're thinking about chicken dinners and cakes. and I can tell, man, that someone's just asked for their blanket. They're in, they're in someone's... I can just tell. I know when this church is on its back foot. Yeah, that, that's great. And you fold them up. When you get those three points, you bring them out here. And that's going to keep some activity happening in the church. Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message. So I'm, I'm praying that faith will get on you as we hear the message. The message is heard through the word of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5, 8. Here's the, here's the delineation. Faith is in your heart. I said that last week. And why did I talk about the parable of the sower? Because the parable of the sower is teaching us about our heart, Ollie. Our heart must be open, it must be forgiven, it must forgive, it must, have, must be unoffended, it must be uncluttered. You've got to deal with the idols of your heart, you've got to deal with the clutter in your heart, so that your heart, in your heart of hearts, is like soil ready to receive the Word of God. Because if you've got a cluttered heart, and if you've got idols, and if your heart is hard, and you're defensive, and you're you know, offended. Your heart is hard. And no matter what you try and do and how much Bible you take in and how much Joyce Meyer you watch and how much whatever you watch, that, that word will not go in. Your heart has got to be open. Key message of Jesus. Why? Key message of Jesus was this, forgiveness. Why was he trying to tell us that? Because he said, on this fallen planet, you will have occasion, he says in Luke chapter 17, verse 1, you will have occasion to be offended every day. Every day you can be offended. So he says, be careful of that. It's a normal part of the game plan of life. You're just going to easily get offended. That's what life's about. But do this, be forgiven and forgive others. Who can say amen to that? Then that your heart then can love and then receive. Then can love and then receive. And receive the word of God. Because the word is a seed. Amen. Faith is. Uh, let's talk about the hope. The hope of our salvation as in our mind. 1 Thessalonians 5.8 But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled. Putting on faith and love as a breastplate. So the faith 
the breastplate over our heart. Our heart is where our, our heart is where faith is birthed. But in our mind, it says in this 1 Thessalonians 5 8, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. So our hope is in our mind. Romans 10 10, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Faith brings that which is of the Spirit into your material world and gives it substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. You get faith, man, something will begin to happen like this. Number two, faith enables you to receive evidence. Hebrews 11.1, 1, your faith is the evidence of things not seen. When you live by faith, guys, you become so empowered by the invisible realm, the invisible world, that it is evidenced in your daily walk. It is evidence. Can you see that? Now, faith is the evidence of things not seen. You're not controlled by the visible. I'm, I'm, I'm compelled by the invisible. Who, you know what I'm saying? So we've got to live normally, but at the same time, we've got to walk this tightrope almost of living by faith, living normally by our five senses, but then living by this sixth sense of faith. You are no longer controlled by the visible, but you are influenced by the spiritual. Your actions are not motiva- motivated by what you see with your physical eyes because faith operates beyond the natural senses. Oh man, just, just, we could just take that home and bake it, put it in the oven, bring it out, eat it. The Bible says the, the word is like bread. How, how many of us just live just by our five senses? Oh, it's a beautiful thing when you develop the habit of subscribing to the Spirit, subscribing to the Word of God and what His voice says and what He determines in every day's decisions. It's a beautiful thing. I see this in Pastor Phil. He's just, he's, he's just got this awesome disposition to be kicked back in the Spirit. It's like leaning back into God. Did you see that? It's like leaning. It's like putting your sail up. It's like saying, but I could say this, I could do that. I'm smart here, I'm strong there. But no, I'm going to put my sail up. I'm going to bring the outboard motor up out of the water. I'm going to bring the sail up and we're going sailing. And when you see Phil Pringle preaching, he's, he's literally sailing. People used to say, oh, he doesn't make sense, you know. No, he's, he's sailing, man. And if you were listening to him spiritually, by faith, you would track with him and know that the guy is powerfully affecting lives awesomely like no other. But the, the, the lecturers, the Bible college people, yeah, but, you know, where's the, all the points and where's the homiletics and where's the... Yeah. Guys, that sort of ministry can be so profoundly much more powerful than sometimes just, you know, hearing all the, all the theology of the matter. When someone can stand before you and they're in the Spirit and they might even know one Scripture. Do you know there's Chinese pastors 
that have not even a Bible. All they've got, one guy said, this is all I've got of the Bible. He just had one, one scripture tore out of the Bible. He said, and, and you run the church on that? I run the church on that one scripture. I have a church of 10,000 people, I don't know, in China, on one scripture. But because he's given over to the Spirit, because he's given over to God, he lives his life by faith, just that one scripture alone. Could you imagine God's word not, I mean, it's powerfully potent. It's a seed. It's like a mustard seed. It's like just one scripture planted in your life. Man, you could be bearing fruit like, wow, look at Haley, man. Where did, whoa, wow. Junior high. Awesome. Look at that fruit. Wow. Gave one of the biggest offerings in the church last year to vision builders. Wow. You'd be surprised what the Word of God can do when you take it into your heart. For we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Our senses deal with things that are material, temporary and changeable. Faith deals with the revealed truths of God which are invisible, eternal and unchanging. Is that right, Andrew? And Paul makes this point. He said we're, we're, we're not called to just live by our senses. Faith is not based on the evidence of our physical senses but on the eternal, invisible truths and realities revealed by God's Word. I love this stuff. Faith deals with the revealed truths of God which are invisible, eternal, and unchanging. If we are carnally minded people, we can accept only what which our senses reveal to us. But if we are spiritually minded, our faith makes the truth of God's Word more real than anything which our senses may reveal to us. We do not base our faith on that which we see or experience. We base our faith on God's Word. Thereafter, that which we see or experience is the outcome of, it, of that which we have already believed. I've got a feeling I'm going to have to pull up shortly because what I've just said is probably enough. It's probably like 10 baked dinners and 10 desserts. I've never known so many desserts to be served at one time, but you will get that at the Flaxman's house because they're, they're bountiful people. They're abounding. They just don't have one pavlova. They have two pavlovas. And then they have this cheesecake and then a lemon, lemon meringue. And then, then they've got something else for the other people who don't like that. They've got chocolate biscuits. And then... <laughs> it's awesome. I'm still... Thereafter, that which we see or experience is the outcome of that which we have already believed. I've got to drop a scripture in there and that might do us. David says, here, David, King David, he says this in, ah, probably I don't have the scripture to give to you, but he says this, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So believing comes first, then the seeing. The world would tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But faith is not like that. Faith is believing and then seeing. I can see the car park. Craig's ringing me up during the week. He's dropping me texts. 
He's, he's, the guy's on fire. I've been looking for someone like me, for all my, for, like him, all, all our life in building this church. Because it was always me, mainly, and the other guys trying to get all this work done. And, and you know, I, man, I don't think I was called to dream and envision car parks, how they're going to be built and managed. Uh, you know, junkyard dog excavation companies that want to tear your head off because they belong to a bikey gang. You know what I mean? But this guy, he turns up and he says, you know what, we can do this. And David Springs the same. He turns up. Well, what are we doing, man? Why, why aren't the kids haven't got enough space here? Well, David, welcome to the club. Guess what? If you want to put your hand up, praise God. If you can see those kids being in a bigger space, help us. If you can see that car park being finished, help us. Do it. And so... It's people like these guys that see with eyes that see. They believe. I don't really see much of a car park out there at the moment, but they're saying, you know what, Craig? He says, you know, I see it. I think we, I, I, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get the right, we're going to access it. And they've got machinery already ready to hire. And they've got people ready to drive trucks and move hundreds of tons of soil because they believe it can be done. But you're not going to see it unless you believe. Here's the point. John 11:39 says, and of course, Jesus makes a point of this um, in the raising of Lazarus. And Jesus teaches the lesson again by saying this in John 11:39, last scripture, take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time, there is a bad odor. For he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of the Lord? We just got to believe. But Craig and Dave, you don't realize the car park, it's got hundreds of tons of too much fill. It's been dead in the water. Man, we can't see it being finished. And then Jesus says, if you believe, if you believe that car park will be finished in due course. Ephesians 2.8 talks about faith is a gift, for it is by grace you have been saved. Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace you have been saved. That means healed, Luke Boyd through faith and this what this faith i'm talking about faith not from yourselves it is the gift of god let's just anyone who wants to come out stand on the altar we're nearly done and we're going to pray for those things we just just come on out of your seat stand up right now we're done and we're just going to bring all these things to the lord all these faith issues psalm 119 verse 31 says this I hold fast to your word. Say this after me, people. I hold fast to your word, Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. Psalm 119, 152, verse 152. Of old, I have known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Now, faith is the evidence of things not seen, not seen, not seen. Father in heaven right now, I've oh, got, got to two of the seven revelations. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> Reminds me of the time Andrew and I were in Thailand 
we're at this rundown old drug dealer's hotel. It was cheap accommodation. It was this magnificent structure. It could have been beautiful, but it was rundown. It was bought because of, um, I think, money laundering, and it had a massive pool on top of the hotel. Massive pool, the biggest pool you could ever imagine. It was, I've never seen a pool sitting on top of a building, sitting anywhere, right, you know, other than, you know, let alone sitting on a building. And so I, apparently I had this reputation of holding my breath underwater and being able to go from one point to another. And Andrew says, I'll, I'll take you on. Well, what do you reckon you can do? I said, I'll, I'll give this a nudge. I'll, I'll try and go from here to the other side, which was, I don't know, how many meters you reckon it was? 150 meters. <laughs> I, my, my eyesight must have been challenged at that time to take on such a daring feat. I said, I reckon I can do it, 150 meters. Yeah, man, I've held my breath for two minutes, 11 seconds at one time in the prime of my life. I've got to, I've got to. I gotta, I gotta hold this reputation. I gotta, I gotta continue with the reputation. I'll give it a go, Andrew. Just, just sit here, expand my lungs <laughs> by faith, because everything is a, for me is about faith. Everything I do, every exploit, everything I try and do is by faith. It's not in my natural reasoning. By faith, I'm going to get from here to the other side. Well, that was the longest 150 meters. <gasps> Oh, I didn't make it. I fell short about 30 meters, I'm sure. He's not going to make that. No way. Andrew gives me a little nod. He gives me a little wave. I said, what? He's going to give it a go. Oh, no. So under the water he goes, and he just disappears. It feels like hours to me. And 20 minutes. And he goes past me and touches the other side guy's got faith more endurance than me maybe physically I don't know what it was but I was dealt a savage blow that day I lost my lost my belt my championship mantle to the underground to the, under, to the underwater Championship of C3 Tugra goes to Andrew Flaxman. And I'm cool with that because my great exploits are in the spiritual realm. My great exploits are building church, raising people from the dead, seeing them come out of darkness, seeing them come out of the out of sickness into 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 so Father, come on, come on out, you guys. Right now, Father, right now, we just pray in this house that Lord, that you would open the eyes of our heart, that everything that we've written down as three three things that we want to see our faith do right now this morning as we stand on this altar in Jesus name by faith Lord I pray that those things you said you are Lord you said you is we bring those things to your attention you created all matter you created all things by faith you spoke a word when this world was chaotic when this world was without form you spoke and the Holy Spirit painted upon the canvas of this world the majestic creation that we see. But also, Lord, you taught us a lesson by the spoken word, by the word of God. We paint the tapestry of our life. 
we create the tapestry of our life. So Father, right now, I pray by faith that C3 Tugra would see the vision that you have for us, that you would open the eyes of our heart to see all that you want us to do. Marriages are improving, finances are improving, health is improving, the church is on the go, the church is doing what it's called to do. Father, by faith we declare that we are absolutely ready to do what you've called us to do in 2012, 2013. You've given us faith, Lord God. We lay hold of it, we believe in it, we trust in it, and we walk by it, not by our five senses, but we walk by faith, not by our side. Oh, Jesus, right now, I pray for a revolution of our heart. May our heart come alive with faith to believe, to trust, to know that you, God, are in control, that you, God, all things are possible. Without faith, it is impossible. I'm going to preach that tonight, that the things that you need, that the things that you dream of, that the things that you desire are impossible without faith. Come on, guys, let's sing. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.